It is Thanksgiving week, and we welcome you into the Final Score podcast. Greg Swantek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you, and uh, basketball season, high school basketball season is upon us. Uh, the season starts uh, December 7th uh, for, for most schools around the county, and um, the Middletown girls have very high expectations after reaching the state uh, championship game in Class 2A last year, a, a shot away from tying the game at the buzzer, and uh, very pleased to welcome back onto the podcast uh, the coach of the night, uh, Amy Poffenbarger. How are you, Amy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? D- doing uh, fantastic. Um, first of all, before I ask you about your team, I want to ask you about your, your children. Uh, your son, Reese, uh, is the quarterback of the football team at Middletown. Yes. And, and, and they're playing in the state semifinals uh, uh, this Friday against Elkland High School. You guys made the long trek to North Carolina last week and, and brought back a win. Yes, we did. That was a lot of fun. That was a great trip, and Middletown travels well. We had a lot of people there, and it was a great atmosphere. Right. Uh, what, what, what's your take on the improvement of the football team from, from the start of the season to, to where they are now in, in the state semifinals? I would say just their confidence. You know, I think they... They now know that they're good. I, I think in the beginning they thought they were good and wanted to be good, and now they were tested early um, and didn't do as well as they would have liked. And But then they, they – you know, I think the defense came on, and when the defense is confident – and, you know, Middletown has a lot of kids that play both ways, offensively and defensively, and, and I think that confidence just carries over. And, you know, Reese is a great leader. He does a good job. I mean, in the summer, this last summer, he – was working out a lot. He'd get those kids out on the turf at six o'clock in the morning and just run routes. And Zach Brady would be there, even though you know he's not a receiver. But it was just a core group of guys that went and worked out and and built a, a bond together. And um, I think you know it's just built and built, and and that confidence grows. And when you're confident, there's, it's hard to be stopped. How about the way there are, the adjustment they made, the way they changed their offense to a more of a quick hitting passing attack and stuff like that? Well, I mean, Reese was really happy. Yeah, right. Yeah, because. <laughs> <laughs> less time for for guys to come after him so. definitely yeah but, but but you're a coach you can appreciate little tweaks and adjustments yes. that teams make over the course of the season definitely reese has spent a lot of time with the offensive coordinator watching film matthew pritz who was a quarterback at middletown and i that's big too because i think they they really learned a lot about each other last season and and even in the off season this year and um you know i think Reese can really throw the ball well, and I and I just feel that they've really taken advantage of that, and that's what's changed the offense in in my eyes. Now I'm not a football coach, and I am his mom, so <laughs> I am biased, but um, it's just been fun to watch them open up the offense and and be successful. I mean, obviously it's great to have somebody like Brian Walker in your back pocket to throw to, but you know he's got a lot of great receivers. He's got you know Cole Porter and you know. Uh, Matthew who will go across the middle and they're they're not afraid and that's really you know when you have a when your quarterback can throw it wherever he needs to and he knows that the receivers are going to go after it that that's helpful I mean it makes Reese confident to throw the ball and you know, he knows if he needs to throw a high one to Brian Brian will go after it and, and Jalen Husky too another another great uh, athlete uh, for Middletown what, what, what do you enjoy the most about watching the football team play just their camaraderie I mean Jalen is a great kid and he's he's a special talent and he's just a sophomore you know defensively he has made it so hard to throw to him you know he, he quarterbacks or coaches don't want to throw to his side because I mean he's averaged you know at, one, at least one interception in a game 
Um, and so, you know, coaches try to throw away from him and, you know, that, that makes it easier to, to defend. Um, and, but I would say just how much they enjoy being around each other. Um, I mean, this summer we'd pro- we'd have anywhere between, you know, eight to 12 kids at our house, football players, just hanging out, swimming in the pool and just being together. And, you know, when you can have that kind of chemistry, it, you know, when you, when you kind of know what each other's thinking, like Reese and Cole and Matthew, they, they just know what's, what they're thinking. And when Jalen gets to play on the offensive end, it's, you know, he, he creates a, a, a mismatch when he goes out wide too. Do you sometimes feel like a de facto mom for a lot of the football players? <laughs> I definitely do, but I love that. I, I would rather than be at my house hanging out and eating pizza. I think, you know, Domino's knows when I, my number pops up, they, they know who it is. And, you know, it's, but I do, I enjoy it and I enjoy getting to know the boys and and their families and most of these kids Reese has played with since you know I don't know first grade when they started playing flag football so you know the friendships are there we we know these families so well and um, so that just makes it more fun to see how successful they are. Middletown hasn't had a lot of quarterbacks like Reese who could go on and play at college at a pretty at a pretty high level how is the recruitment process going for for Reese so far you know it was really slow and it's kind of picked up like he's had contacts with um like Houston and and he's they've through other people they've talked to Baylor and um Penn State and Maryland so he's getting some real D1 looks oh definitely yes yeah he he can he he's been told he can play at the highest level um so it just depends, you know, he's, he's got, Reese has a work ethic that's, you know, unparalleled. It's crazy. I'm, it's just some kids have that and some kids don't. I mean, he, he puts like, when I, I was looking the other day, he'd, he'd measured like where he was now and what he wanted to be before he went to college. And he's got, you know, he has it planned out what he's going to do. And, you know, he puts his mind to it and he'll do it. Like he, he took a season off of basketball to gain weight and he gained, you know, probably over 40 pounds. And that's what's made him a more confident runner this year is because he is bigger than most of the people that are hitting him. And, you know, that's that's confident because when he was a sophomore, he was about 5'9", 140. Now he's about 6'1", 200 pounds. So is some of that natural growth in addition to, definitely. The, to the hard work. Yeah, he yeah. was really late at growing. You know, that's what I always want to tell parents. Just wait. You know, it, hopefully it'll happen. Reese, it happens so late. And, and, but, you know, he finally hit that growth spurt and was able to put on weight and Jalen Husky's going through the same thing right now. You know, he's young and he wants to gain that weight, but sometimes your body's just not quite ready to put it on yet. And, you know, Jalen's going to try to do that in the off season. Uh, quarterbacks, as you know, they get a lot of the credit when things go well, they get a lot of the blame when things don't go so well. Is it, is it difficult being the mother of of the starting quarterback of the local high school team, I think it's harder on Sailor because we'll be in the crowd and somebody will yell at Reese and she she'll look at me. She goes, "Can you tell them to be quiet?" And I'm like, "Just don't worry about it. Don't respond to it." Is, is, is it tough to shake off though? I mean, it, it, it's tough. It is tough, but I think when you when you look back at who's actually yelling it, it's not his teammates' parents. And, you know, that to me, that's important. If it's just some random person, I, it doesn't really bother me that much. And people don't say a whole lot of mean things, but, you know, sometimes I'm probably Reese's hardest critic. You know, I'll be like, sometimes. What, what, do, what do you say to him? Well, like, sometimes he holds onto the ball so long. I'll be like, get rid of the ball. And then, but then he'll, he'll escape and make a really good move. And then one of my friends will be like, yeah, glad he didn't listen to you, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And so, but, you know, I'm, 
we, we talk a little bit. I mean, sometimes Reese doesn't think I know what he's talking about when it comes to football, but I grew up watching Nebraska football. So, you know, I've, I know the game and um, I couldn't coach it, but I understand it and I, lo- I really enjoy watching it. And so we, we talk a little bit like he'll t- he told me about Elkton and they had a really good defensive end and but he thought the Seneca Valley defensive end was way more athletic than this guy. Yeah, I was going to say was the second half of the Seneca Valley game was that driving you nuts? Oh, it was, uh, yeah, to, to that was that. Ter- that was so hard. I was just like just throw it away, you know, just get rid of it. Right. Well, the whole offense <laughs> yeah. uh, b- b- bogged down in in the second yeah. half there. So it was, that was tough. Right. Um, is this football game on Friday? Is that screwing up your holiday plans at all? No, we our life is revolves around sports. So right. it, you know, we 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 set. Well, we're just happy that we're playing Friday. So we'll, we'll alter any plans. Basketball practices in the morning early. And obviously they're not in school, so and this the kids, is Middletown practice. Or Sailor has out, outside basketball. Uh, no, just okay. a Middletown okay. High School okay. girls yeah. basketball. Yeah, we're she doesn't play anything but Middletown right now, okay. and um and so we have well that practice, and then we'll have a little bit of a break. Get to well, I, well, I coach my I have a twelve year old, so I coach his seventh grade team also. So we'll do her practice, his practice, take a break, and then head up to Elkton. I was curious because th- Thanksgiving is a holiday based on gluttony to a to to a to a large extent. <laughs> So, so what is a holiday like Thanksgiving like in a athletic sports health conscious? I imagine household like it's yours. It's gluttony. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, well, my I, Bill has a brother, Matt, and he can cook. Matt Poffenbarger, he is an amazing cook, and he's just so we go over there, and he and then Bill's dad is a really good cook. He'll make oysters and stuff. So we have turkey, we have ham, we have we have cakes, we have pies we have mashed potatoes we have the stuffing i mean we have everything there's no hold is no hold no we yeah. yeah we get there we eat well no we we kind of will we kind of hang out watch football then we eat then we sleep then we get up and then we eat some more and then we sleep some more watch football <laughs> yeah because there's, there's yeah. a night game now too. and then my so, my, yeah. my in-laws have a big farm so the kids if it's nice will go out and make us all play like a game if it's football or if it's base soccer or something like that so, so this is the one day per year where you're not watching what what everyone eats um, exactly yes yes so So. all right your basketball team uh uh like like i said you were shot away from from maybe playing in overtime of the Mm -hmm. the state final last year Uh, a a lot of the same girls are are, are back you only lost a a handful of of players i guess the expectations are, are really high i mean rightfully so what what have what have you told the girls about sort of managing those expectations I guess to embrace it, you know, enjoy it that you are held to that high of a standard, um, play to that. I think sometimes, you know, girls are tend to be nice and they don't have that kind of put the foot on the pedal and, you know, just blow you out of the gym kind of mentality. And like we, we were at a scrimmage this last weekend and and the, we played a team that wasn't very good and our girls were just kind of like nice. And I, after, I said, what is that about? You know, this is you, you let the coaches decide, you know, when we pull it back and when we do that. And but, you know, that's what scrimmages are for. Um, and so but, you know, that's kind of how we discuss with the girls is that you you guys play as hard as you can all the time. And you let the coaches decide, you know, when we stop pressing, when we stop doing the other things. And, um, you know, but girls get nervous and they get excited and, you know, make poor decisions. And I think that's what when we when we scrimmaged, we played some really good teams and we got put in a situation where, you know, the girls didn't make great decisions. But, you know, it was a great you know learning experience. Yeah. Perfect segue, because the learning experience of going through 
last season playing on the big stage. How do you think that experience of, of being right in there with in a state final will, will help your girls? This oh, year? definitely. Just just walking, you know, the path and um, getting ready and in that long of a season, playing that many games, and and then you know go, going down to the university and playing. And now then you've, you've been to Towson before. You mm-hmm. know, you know the drill. Yep. You know the routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know you know that you you know that you can't go anywhere at halftime, right? You got to stand in a hallway. They don't have rooms for us, and so oh really? They yeah, don't? no, you uh, go how, back how in the does, hallway. Wait, 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 wait. How does this happen? Like, where do the girls change and stuff? Like no, that? no, we oh. have ch- yeah, oh, we have oh. rooms to change in, but oh. like at halftime, we can't go like to a locker room and talk. Oh geez, yeah, we're it, just it, like it, in the hallway. It, it, this is Towson. It, <laughs> yeah. it's a mo- it's a modern, fairly new arena, right? Yeah, I, because it's far away. Like the locker rooms are far away, and so I guess because of the transition between the times. But so we go back in this just a hallway and just talk. And so you, it's just things like that that you're normally used to having a board that you can write on or something like that. And, yeah, and discuss I'm sure girls. you have like a dry Definitely. Dry yeah, we have a little board. one. Yeah. 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 And um, and at home, you know, at our home games, you know, we have our stuff mapped out on our board. And so we can kind of go back and talk about that. So, you know, it's and as coaches, we learned a lot, too, you know, that how nervous the girls really were and and different things that we can do to um just get them more relaxed and keep them focused, but yet keep them relaxed. And it's a tricky line to walk, but, um, you know, but the experience is, is great because then the girls can talk about it and they can share that experience. And like you said, I have so many returning players that, you know, it, that's the best part. Right. Yeah. And maybe now the lights don't seem quite as bright. The court True. doesn't seem quite as big. I mm-hmm. mean, all, all, all those things. Yeah. You only lose uh, Gemma and Cariotti, Molly Farron. And, uh, and and Brenna Schill, mm-hmm. those are the only players uh, you bring back. Uh, Melanie Pick, uh, you bring back Caitlin Walkers, Megan Shipley, um, mm-hmm. Bree Horman, uh, uh, your, your daughter Sailor. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's really a nice group of returning players you have. So, Definitely, so that, that helps. So, yeah. uh, Sailor, she had a pretty eventful uh, off season, uh, high school wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, she committed to the uh, University of uh, Connecticut. True, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the top girls basketball program in the country for, for for many years running now just what was that moment like for for sailor for for you and the, and the family share that with everyone oh it was a great experience especially for sailor because she she is for years i mean well so um there's a teacher named chip phillips who was at middletown when sailor was in seventh grade and sailor had to do a powerpoint presentation on her goals and one of her goals was to play for the university of connecticut and so today he still has it and he shares it with his class in middle school when he teaches it um but so she's known for a while that was well known but dreamt that's what she's wanted to do and it was always uconn it wasn't Tennessee yes no or, it was always uconn okay yeah and um and so she you know that that was what she wanted to do. I didn't want her to commit early as a freshman or a sophomore. I wanted her to, I wanted her to visit schools. I wanted her to get to know coaches and make sure it was the right fit. And, um, yeah, because you could easily fall in love with the one place yes. and ignore other mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. So, so we she did. She was really good. She talked to everybody. She talked to, you know, was she liked Oregon? She she really liked Brenda Freeze, and you know, she talked to all the big schools and all the everybody in the top. 20 schools she she talked to them all and and got to know them and then it just became too much because sailor is a relationship kid she really kind of gets to know people and it was hard for her to have a conversation with somebody that she really didn't want to have a conversation with and she didn't like pretending um having a fake conversation and so we kind of got to the point where we only were talking to like five schools and then um 
after the end of the AAU season, you know, Gino had been calling and, you know, kind of asking her what she was going to do. And in February, he had kind of wanted to know, you know, what her decision was, had she made a decision. And, um, yeah, because I, there's a long line of kids. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 yeah. to go to UConn. And, yeah. um, so we just politely said, hey, let's just, uh, let's finish out this season and get her AAU season under a belt. And he was great. He said, you know, we'll wait for her. And then, um, when that was all over and obviously she did USA, which was, you know, such an amazing experience. And then when AAU had completed, Gina was the first one to call her and she just said, mom, I, I want to commit. And so she got off the phone and we had a conversation, Sailor and Bill, my husband and I, we had a conversation about it and, and she was adamant about it. This is where I want to go. So we said, fine. And so she <laughs> called him back and she was so sweet. She called and she was in tears. And so he kind of thought something was wrong. And she was like, no, I'm, I'm committing. I want to come to UConn. He was like, oh my gosh, this is great. You know, and he was, so he was excited and Sailor was, you know, she's, she's an emotional kid. And so she, you know, now that that was over, she's just, she's relaxed. She doesn't have to take phone calls. She doesn't have coaches coming to practices all the time. And, and, and she's got two full high school seasons to go. Right, so she can yes. just enjoy that without right. having to deal with the re- recruitment process. Exactly. So, yeah. Is, is it a bit surreal that your phone rings and it's a, it's a famous yeah. coach like uh, Gino uh, or, 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 right. it is, it's, it is a little crazy, especially when he just talks and he's just having a conversation about his kids or his wife and right, yeah. things get, like you, that. You yeah. get, to, get to know him uh, from beyond what you see on, right. on the television screen and in, in interviews and right. stuff like that. Well, like that, he so. called Sailor the other day and they were talking. He was like, they were getting ready to play Temple. And Sailor was like, okay, coach, have a good game, you know. And sometimes that's kind of crazy to think, you know, she was just talking to Gino. So it's it, it's neat. And, she, you know, it's her dream. So she's she's got part of it done. <laughs> yeah, right. Are, are there restrictions on the contact the schools could have with, with, with the kids still? Or, or she, Not she, now. Okay. Because she's yeah. a junior, though. Okay. If she committed as a sophomore, there's still restrictions. But as a junior, so she can call she Gino can, every day yes, if she wants yeah. to. Yeah, and, and he and, can call her. Right, and, and he can give her stuff to, to work on and oh and, yeah, and, yes, and mm-hmm. tra- training type things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not I'm not asking you to name the school if you don't want to. But was there a school that came close to to making Sailor's decision really tough or, or trumping UConn? No, I, she, that's where she wanted to go. I mean, I, she really, really likes coach freeze. I mean, really enjoyed coach freeze. Um, but I think that and, and Maryland's close to home. Yeah. Maryland's so, close yeah. to home. Um, I just think that that dream just, you couldn't trump it, you know, you just couldn't. And, you know, we, Bill and I put many opportunities in front of her and Oregon wanted her to come out for a visit. And she just said, you know, I just, I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste their money. I just want to you know, I know this is what I want to do. I mean, UConn's on TV a lot. Is, is, right. is Sailor watching all? Oh yeah, she know, tapes all, all, them. All the games. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Well, what what are you going to do if if Reese is playing college football way out way out of town and Sailor's up at UConn and stuff like that? I mean, I'm, I hope I hope the travel budget has been <laughs> uh, expanded in the next year. Well, th- so. we, we we can just take money out of their college funds that we uh, had put true. away, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 help, it helps to have other people paying for your, your right. children's uh, education. So that helps right. to pay for some trips. Exactly. So. I think Reese would probably, since he's older, he would, you know, if he's playing, we, we would probably go watch him play. Thank goodness their seasons don't yeah, overlap perfect. a lot. Yeah, it's perfect. Like yeah. football, lead, football leads right into right, basketball. Right, exactly. So, yeah. But uh, coaching-wise for you, though, I mean, uh, it's oh, right. something, something to think about. So, mm-hmm. um uh, well, are you are you planning on staying on at Middletown beyond? Oh, the that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, w- w- what do you like about your group uh, this year? You know, they're they they enjoy being around each other, 
Um, I think, you know, staying focused right now has been tough because we're, you know, our soccer team did so well and I have so many soccer players. Right. Megan. Yeah. Megan, Caitlin. um, And then Jade Catlin came out. And so is that three? Yeah. Oh, Melanie Pick. Yeah. Uh, Melanie. And so four of those kids were on the soccer team. And so that was a great experience for them. And so that we were focused on that and then we have football and then you know we've had some limited use of the gym just due to other sports so but you know I think getting the kids just really focused and they're they're fun to be around um sometimes they're a little to have a little too much fun so in practice we're trying to keep them focused and um you know get stay on track because you know we got we have got a season coming upon us that we need to get ready for your, your girls could take those wrestlers when the when the, when the, when the wrestlers want to uh, kick you out of the gym you, you, right. just, just tell the girls to, to take care of when them, you have so, 120 yeah. boys walking around it's hard to keep 10 11 girls focused right yeah I, i've probably asked you this question like a million different times in a million different ways but when you have a player like sailor the, the natural tendency for everyone else is to defer to her maybe maybe watch her when when they, when they should be moving without the ball or something like that is that have you noticed a improvement with with the rest of your team in regards to that yes i think so i mean melanie pick it moves great without the ball she just naturally does that and then Bree Horman has worked her tail off in the off season at the you know shooting, and she has just we, we were, one of the boys coaches came in the other day and was like she hasn't missed a shot you know she we were doing this drill, and I think she was like twelve for twelve. And you know, she's put in a lot of time. And so, you know, we, we just hope that the the girls are ready when it's their turn. You know, Sailor's a playmaker. So the good thing is she's not selfish. And so the girls know that. They know that, you know, you got to be ready because she, her goal isn't to shoot every time. Her goal, she wants to win the game. And if that means getting the ball to Mel every time or getting the ball to Bree to shoot, that's what that's her, that's her what she wants to do. That's where your experience is going to pay off too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, these girls have played with Sailor for, for a long time. Right. But, but, now, but now you've been through a couple of high school seasons with her. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, my gosh, Sailor's going to do this or do that, or, right. or we need her to do this or, 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 or to do that. So um, how is Sailor what, – what is she working on? How, how has she improved? She just continues to work on, um, you know, making moves with the ball, uh, how to – you know, getting to the basket, a jump shot. Um, you know, that's kind of like everybody says is the lost art is the pull-up jumper. And we, we've been trying to work with her on that. And But some of her pull-ups are like yeah. <laughs> beyond beyond 30 feet. Right. So. Yeah, she's – and that's her game. You know, sometimes, you know, like I've said this before, it drives my dad nuts. And he'll be like, she's shooting too far behind the line. I'm like, well, Dad, that's where she likes to shoot from. And, um, but she makes them, though. She does make them. And, but, you know, she's definitely uh, working on – the overall aspect of the game because, uh, you know, she has to have an engine that goes. And sometimes, you know, not just her, but any players take plays off. And I think with Sailor, we've been working on just staying focused and staying in the game. And, um, you know, defensively, she does a good job defensively. She plays really good help side defense and on on on-ball defense. And so offensively, she's just been working to – ball handling a little bit more getting into the lane to take that jump shot and moving she she too has worked on moving without the ball because sometimes that's not a huge strength of hers 
Well, she has the ball in her hand so much. Yeah. The, the, the just, I mean, she doesn't have the chance to move right, well, yeah. uh, without the ball uh, very much. What, what, what have you heard about the rest of the county? I mean, the Frederick girls uh, should, should be very good. Uh, three-time uh, reigning state champs. Uh, Oakdale, I'm, I'm sure uh, you, you expect a, a push from Walkersville, too. Just what, what, have you, what have you heard about the rest of the county this year? You know, I haven't heard a whole lot. I, I, my thought, I do wonder about Urbana because I do know what they have in the house. They've got a... Uh, some because I've seen some of those girls play AAU, and Sailor plays with Paige um, from Urbana, and Paige is just she has an engine that never stops, and she's a great athlete. And they have a freshman I know that is is really was good for a freshman on the circuit in the freshman uh, grade level. So uh, you know it'll be interesting to see how they they come out because they have some experienced players, um, and then. You know, I don't really know what everybody has this year. I mean, obviously, you know you know what they have. You just don't know how they're playing together. I know Walkersville graduated a lot of seniors. Um, and Linganor was young last year. Um, Oakdale just kind of takes athletic kids and puts them out on the court. Yeah. Um, and But, you know, I just think you, you just never know what you're going to get. And, I, you know, I, Middletown is blessed in the sense that everybody comes after them. So you get – we get everybody's best game. And and I appreciate that because I think it's great when when you get pushed to your limits and kids you know our our girls get pushed in the beginning of a game because if they can't ever take a game off they have to be ready to go from the jump ball. Have the basketball playoffs have they been tweaked too to where they'll reseed and yes. stuff like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. And do do you like that change or do you like the old way or do you have a, do you have a strong feeling on that? I, you know I I think it'll be nice you know it'll be it'll be good I think last year the two best teams were still in the final um, for the 2a um, but you know it, it at least it helps so you are for sure in the um, in you know the hopefully the top two teams are but they don't do a point system but you know so I guess it's I'm not exactly sure how they're gonna do this eating but you know football too is you know it, you get points but like you still don't know how it works because like some county might play more forties than we do, so they have more points. But you know, we we hopefully could still be the better team, but we're you know maybe the five seed or whatever. Right. Um, schedule wise, it's a bit unusual uh, for you just because you you have a tournament uh, before you play your first real official regular season game. So the season starts, but then you guys have like another week before you play your first game, your first real game, right? Correct. Yes. We, we had a schedule, um, kind of, we had a schedule change our first, we were supposed to have a game, the possible first day, but then we had committed to play in the public private challenge down at McDonough. And so we had to, um, cancel our first game. So our first game isn't actually until December 10th. Right. Um, what, what, what is the key for you guys? Just managing the expectations. I mean, there'll be a lot of scrutiny. Um, uh, there'll be, uh, pressure that the, the, the girls will face. I'm mean, sailors used to it cause she's played at a high level for a long time, but maybe some of the other girls haven't just, what, what's the key for you guys to have a successful season? Do you, do you think? I think to just support each other. And like you said, people will come after our girls. I mean, you know, Sailor gets a lot of like overrated and, you know, they, they come after her. And I think I, our girls really take her back and they support her and, and try not to let that get to her. Um, and I, I think, you know, just if the girls want to win as a team and play together, uh, and they do, I think, you know, like you said, they've been together for so long. Most of these girls have been playing together since about, sixth grade and that that's a key because they just they just know each other without having to talk and you know once you get those sets in offensively 
you know, the girls, once they get in that rhythm, they can read and react and do different things. And um, defense doesn't usually isn't a huge issue for us because we've been playing, you know, the same defenses. We don't, you know, there's not a whole lot of different defenses you can play. And so as long as we practice those and keep the intensity up, it, it just be, it just comes natural. And as long as we can get our girls to just relax and play, it's it comes easy. But sometimes it, it my girls don't just relax and play. Like I like I said in the scrimmage just last weekend, we had a couple of moments where I looked at them like, what are you doing? Right? I mean, you're, you're so tense. Why are you so tense? I mean, this is just a scrimmage. And so, you know, just getting back into that movement of basketball because, you know, most of my girls have been playing soccer and, um, you know, it's, a, it's obviously a big – it's a different sport. So – but just just keeping them in the in the moment and and enjoying it. Um, as long as they're having fun and they want it, they care about each other. They'll play for each other. Yeah, I mean, teams almost fall victim to their own success because the season's long. You might have a bad night, and it sort of becomes a semantical thing, a beauty contest where you didn't beat this team by enough, or mm-hmm. oh my goodness, you lost you lost to this team. But but you sort of have to like navigate all those w- right. waters too. So yeah. um, it's not it's not easy coaching your children. Uh, is, is that something you still even notice uh, anymore do you, do you still oh yeah w- work it work at that it, um, it's all yeah. it's definitely it, it it's it is hard and um just because you know i i know every tendency that sailor has and i know every tendency that reese has so if i watch him on the field i'm constantly like i'll, I'll write things down like you know don't do your hands like this or things like that and with sailor when i'm right there i can give her immediate feedback and as a coach parent you you have to know when to withhold that you know you have to because Jess Ross and coaches with me and she she played at Middletown and you know sometimes I'll be like does that bother you you know like I just bounce it off her like does, did you see what she does that bother you and sometimes Jess will be like I don't even know what you're talking about right like she doesn't see it as and it doesn't bother her like it does me and so that's some of the things as a parent you have to step back from and, and just let her play because I, I can be overly critical because we're the type of parents that, you know, if, 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 if a teacher says our kid did something, we believe the teacher, right? We're going to support the teacher and, and, and we're really hard on our kids. We want them to make sure they're making the right decisions. And I, you know, I do that with Sailor on the court I'm, because everybody evaluates her. Everybody's analyzing her on the court and they'll say, you know, they'll, they'll, and most of the people are really positive. And they're like, oh, she, you know, she's so upbeat. She, you know, she has great, she's, she looks happy. She looks like she's having fun out there trying to get everybody involved. And of course I'm like, well, but did you see that one thing? You know, right. <laughs> you're, you're the, you're the designated nitpicker. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so I, I try to step back and because yeah. I always remember when I, I used to coach Reese when he was younger and he said, mom, you do realize I'm the only one you yell at. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Is, is that is that a consci- subconscious thing? Yes. I mean, because the because you, you're playing the perception game mm-hmm. where you want to look like, hey, you're just as tough on your yeah. kid as, as everyone else. Is is that is that a subconscious thing that you do, or are you consciously trying? No, to, to, I think to, I to subconsciously yeah. do it because now I'm coaching Britton, our 12 year old, and I see me doing it with him, and I don't, I don't really, I coach the other kids. And I kind of get frustrated with my kids. And so it's something you have to work on. I'm, I'm much better with Britt than I was. Reese was kind of my guinea pig. I was really hard on Reese. And then, but Reese has. Oh, so what, Sailor has gotten it easy then? Or <laughs> no, not? Sailor yeah, hasn't gotten right, it easy. Right, Just at yeah. Sailor would be like, oh my gosh. But right. Reese, Reese has a great way to communicate. Like he's, there's, he just tells you how it is. And Sailor will kind of look at me like, 
you know, are you mom or coach right now? Right. And, and so, but it gets better. It gets a lot better and it gets easier because, um, you know, I, I now get her tendencies on the court a little bit better and, um, you know, why she reacts a certain way. And, you know, Jess does a great job. Jess has a lot of team bonding things that we do. Like we we're having a big uh, Thanksgiving meal together and, you know, Jess is super creative. She does a lot of stuff to get the girls to bond together and get to know each other and, um, you know, find things out because, Sometimes when you know somebody's story, you know, you just care about them more. You don't always know what everybody's, you know, walking through, what's going on at home. And Jess does a good job of making the girls get to know each other and find things out that make them appreciate, you know, their life a little bit more. And, and you know, girls can be tough. And this this just allows them to be less judgy. Uh, Jess isn't that far removed from high school, is she? No, she's yeah. not. Yeah, I, I, how'd she come on your staff? She just asked. I was yeah. so excited because she um, she's a personal trainer. So just she just Roz does her personal training, and um, then she was wanting to coach. And I was like, hey, you know, I'd love to have you. And so she's she just she's a ball of energy. I mean, she's just go go go. She you know she's training during the day. She comes to our practices and then she trains at night. And so she's she's really active and. You know, she's she's changed her whole body type. Like she, you know, when she was in high school, she had a whole different self image. And then, you know, she went through a, a time where she realized, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a great woman. I'm, you know, I'm beautiful inside and out. And you know, now she's a totally different kid than she was in high school. And it's a great thing that she teaches our girls. You know that because it's tough to be a young female in the world today, especially in today's age, where, where mm-hmm. social media and images yes. is, is even ratcheted up more than when we were in school. Right, yeah. and and they don't communicate, and 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 yeah, they don't communicate. On their phones, yeah. Right, and so Jess has really tried to make us communicate face to face, have conversations, get to know each other, ask crazy questions. You know, and you know, not that what's your favorite fruit is a crazy question, but you know, things like that, and they'll have conversations. And um, so tomorrow we have a, a friendsgiving with the basketball team, and you know, we have to answer, have a conversation with all these things that we found out about whoever just paired them up with. Uh, your kids are so active; it's probably not a big deal. But but do you, do you have periods in your house where you guys put the phones away and stuff like? Do you have like designated no phone periods or no, or no tablet periods or stuff like that? We we don't have like like every day a designated time. But yeah, we'll get together and we'll say, okay, just put the phones away, and you know we'll you sit down, have a meal, and you know watch a movie together. Usually, we all fall asleep watching the movie, but <laughs> right, yeah. But yes, we do try to do things like that. And we 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 had a cabin in West Virginia. We actually just sold it, but when we went over there. When we first went over there, you couldn't, you know, no cell phone service. And when we first moved in there or went over there, so that was great too. Some people, some people can't survive without no. Their, without well, their that phone, was kind so, of how we yeah. were because after about a year, we got service over there. Yeah, really. <laughs> My yeah. husband was like, "Okay, we got to get Wi-Fi." Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough because yeah. you don't realize how dependent you are right. on your phone until until you don't have yeah. it. So. Um, how are your parent, your parents of, of your players generally good or, um, I mean, I'm not asking you to name names or anything, uh, unless you want to say how wonderful someone is, but, um, but are, are your parents pretty good? Oh, definitely. Yes. I have, my parents are so supportive and <clears throat> so helpful. They, you know, I mean, I'm sure parents have their comments and things, but you know, we just really try to preach to the parents that try, just try to not share it with the kids. You know, if, if, if I've done something you don't like, it's Okay. You know, but just try not to vent it to your kids. And if they come home and, and they're venting, just listen. Um, but for the most part, I, I know them so well. I, you know, I feel bad. Melanie Pick um, lost uh, her grandmother this uh, actually the day of the soccer state tournament uh, game. 
And, you know, she's been going through a rough time, and her parents are super supportive. Steve and Sandy Pick are super supportive of Middletown basketball. And, you know, it's you, you really – your heart breaks for them, especially for Sandy, because, you know, she just lost her mom and, you know, you just want to give her a hug because it's hard to lose your mom. And then she's also worried about her three daughters who lost a grandmother. And, you know, that, you know, our relationship is that I can reach out to her and, and send her those well wishes. And it's, and it's from my heart. I mean, I mean it. And, you know, um, but my parents, for the most part, what I know are great. I mean, I don't know if they have meetings behind my back, but <laughs> from what I know, they're pretty supportive. Yeah, right. I mean, it, the old cliche in sports is success breeds success. And, and when you have girls succeeding in other sports, I mean, that, that and, and they bring that to your basketball team, that, mm-hmm. it's got to be really beneficial, I, I, I would think. <laughs> Definitely. And, and, you know, they just expect to win. And, you know, our lacrosse team is good. And, and the soccer team is good. So, you know, those girls, they're just compete. They go out to compete. And, um, you know, a lot of lacrosse girls play year round and, you know, they're just in, you know, they're in great shape. My soccer girls came in in great shape and ready to go. And so, but they, that's the mentality is we just win. Yeah. Um, what was I, I I just had a question and I, and I lost it. Um, what, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? I think just helping the next generation, I mean, these girls, they don't know what the world's going to look like when they get out there. They don't know what their jobs are going to look like when they get out there. And everything's changing so fast, even even now, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what I try to do is get them ready for the unknown, right? You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're going to be and how college is going to turn out. And I, you know, I try to tell these kids, like, you know, when you leave your parents, it's a whole nother world. You know, you have to, when you have to do everything for yourself, it's tough. And this generation kind of gets what they want when they want it. And, and so trying to get them to feel uncomfortable and still be successful and not have somebody have to tell you how good you are to believe in yourself. Um, and so, because like when we grew up, it was, people told us how bad we were. Right. And then we prove, we'd prove them wrong. And, and so, you know, but you can't do that anymore. Cause, and, but that, that's kind of what I try to do with these girls is just let them know, put in front of them opportunities and, and adversity and, and let them overcome it and show themselves how strong they really are. And what are you looking forward to the most about, um, the season? Just to get started. And, you know, I mean, I like yeah. the games, you know, getting moving and yeah, going. It's tough to wait, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you have all these practices right, in right. a row without a game, and it's like, yeah, yeah let's, let's play a game already. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's just when you get in there and you compete. I mean, practices, we compete and we go after each other, but it's it's so much more fun when you get in a game and you're competing. All You know, all you guys have worked together in practice. Now we're going to work as a team to beat this other team. Is your young son upset about the way Tom Brady and the New England Patriots are pl- playing offense right now? No, he's now a Lamar Jackson fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wait, 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 wait. Is, is, is this allowed, Amy? Can, can you can you jump shit? I mean, he's gone from the Patriots to the ri- yeah. rivals. Is, I know, is, I know. Is, it, is he getting a hard time for this? Or, I don't know. He's He is always, like, he used to like the Cowboys, and then he liked the Patriots. Wait, and that's not, that's not, you can't be a fan. You can't be just pick a new team every day right yeah hopefully now that he's 12 a little bit older maybe he'll like uh stick with the team i don't know <laughs> are, are you guys low dc baltimore's no fans, we're my or? husband is like a diehard cowboys fan okay and um and i'm not a huge like i don't ever pick a team i just like to watch good games right you know i just like to watch a game the that's com- the competitive exactly yeah. yes right. and um but yeah so it, my husband's a diehard cowboys fan and but they all went my husband took reese jalen husky 
and Britton and Higgins, our two younger sons, to the Ravens game. And they all came out with these Ravens jerseys on. But Jalen is a huge Ravens fan. Like, he he, he stands his ground. Right. But uh, the rest of them are kind of, like, teetering. Right. Well, like, it sounds like a bunch of Fairweather fans. Yes, exactly. Right. right. In, in your house. Like, let's, let's root for the team. That right. They, I mean, like, the Patriots. I wasn't going to give them a hard time about the Patriots. But maybe, like, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Right, right, but, yeah. but now I'm thinking that's only because they're good, right? Exactly, so, exactly. So. Amy, always a pleasure having you on. Thank uh, you. Hopefully we uh, have you on again soon, and, and happy Thanksgiving uh, Thank to, you. to you and the family. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you, and my thanks to Graham Cullen uh, for producing the podcast and for all of you for listening. And uh, we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast. Mm-hmm.